You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with the only the hottest reality TV tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. As you may have noticed, I am not speaking very loudly. I'm in a lot of pain speaking because I do have strep throat. So I'm going to try my best to get through this week's episode because I do have some good juicy tea to spill. And here to help me spill it is an old pal. I just did his podcast. We've done many podcasts and many Bravo breakdowns together. And I'm excited to have him back on the show with me. Please welcome the host of Everyone is Terrible, Mr. Hollywood Lean himself, Lean Castillo. Hi, Zach. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. You are a champion and a trooper. <laughs> a true commitment right here. Strep throat and you're still going to spill. So kudos to that i have an eye infection so at least we both have infections right now <laughs> yeah there we go we're just nailing it right now exactly so if you're watching us i apologize that we're covid free but we have everything else seriously how how are you Leon? i mean aside from the eye infection i'm good i'm good everything's great you know just uh doing the pod auditioning living the hollywood lifestyle so uh Try to keep up with me. Jump in. How is the pod coming? I just did it, what, earlier this week, right? Yes. The last guest was uh, Zach. So come check us out. After you're done playing here, come play with me. Um, yeah, we we basically are going to do like a like a part two, you know? The, the shade continues. But um, Zach has been, you know, doing the legal stuff. You know, obviously you guys listen to him. So um, he came and spilled all that good stuff on my podcast, you know? I have been really lazy lately, so I'm just like, thank you for doing the work for me, Zach. <laughs> thank you for doing the work. So talk to me about Atlanta. You're a big Real Housewives of Atlanta fan. I've loosely kept up over the years, but this is the first time I've really watched more consistently. Um, and this season hasn't been my favorite. It's had like cute moments. We obviously had the bolo stripper moment, but what have you thought of this season overall? Here's the thing with Atlanta. It's always been like one of my personal favorites. Mm-hmm. It used to be so good. It's like what really put housewives on the map, you know, cause they just, they went so hard. They love hard. They fight hard, but it's weird now. Like, I just don't think it's that good anymore. And I'm kind of over the bickering. Like I'm just, Kind of in that is different it because stage Nini's of my gone? life. I'm sorry? Is it because Nini's gone? You know, I did tweet a couple months ago. It's just not the same without Nini. It really isn't. It really is not the same without Nini. But the Bolo thing was like the only thing interesting this season. Like, you know, Candy's always going to be a businesswoman. She's always going to make money. It's really interesting to always see that. I do enjoy her. Portia feels like a lone wolf. She doesn't, I don't feel like she has chemistry with the girls anymore. Um, I think the her and Kenya thing, I don't even want to see them fight. I'm so over that. And Kenya is, I'm just not a fan of Kenya. I don't root for her. Um, there's been times where I've just tried to give her chances. Like when she first had the baby and her and Portia were meshing, I thought that was beautiful. But then she just turned it around and just shit all over it. So at Kenya, she just, she just makes it really hard for people to root for her. I think I love to hate Kenya, 
because she really keeps the drama going. And without her, we wouldn't have this bolo gate, stripper gate. I don't know. Like Kenya has been carrying the season on her back this whole time. Doesn't mean that it's a good season. Though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's running the show. She's the villain. She's doing her job. She's stirring the pot, but it doesn't mean that I enjoyed it. Like the bolo thing. I liked the good nature of the episode. I like that they were all getting down. I like that they were all bonding over a 13 inch penis. Like that's what we do. That's what girls do. We bond over Dick, you know? And then for her to turn around the next morning and just kind of like annihilate everybody with suspicion, um, you know, like uh, interrogation. I'm like the court thing was funny in the pool, but then she just took it and all day long and all week long and all month long. And now all season long. I'm like, girl, who cares? We've all been drunk and done things, you know, without no cameras. So just like, relax, we're all going to see it. Is we it, don't need you to be inspector gadget. Is it possible to have a 13 inch penis? Like, is that a real thing? Oh yeah, it is. What? Everything is possible. Everyone is terrible. That <laughs> sounds terrifying. I would not want to be anywhere near a 13 inch dick. Yeah. Are you, are well, you looking you know, forward to the reunion? I was actually until I saw the trailer. It opens up with Kenya and Portia bickering so much that Andy Cohen tunes out, stops listening, wants to move on. And that's pretty much how the entire audience feels this whole season. I mean, yeah. I'm just speaking for myself and my listeners. Like we're kind of over it. We're ready for some new blood. I'm ready for Potomac. Like I, I'm just like Atlanta, go back, get your shit together, do whatever you need to do. There's so many rumors about recasting as well that I've been seeing all over the blogs. It's the same thing they said about OC. Yeah. I mean, two dead franchises I in think- my opinion. I, yeah, and they were the two strongest that started all of this, that started off the franchise. These were the first McDonald's, um, the yep. first Starbucks in Oregon. Um, big news that Potomac is coming back so early. It's coming back this summer, which Bravo just announced, which usually they don't tease the way that yeah. they did this week, which I thought was a little, it caught me off guard, but I'm excited, especially because it felt like we just wrapped up Potomac. Or has they it really been that long? Zach, I think this goes back to your prediction on my podcast. All these weird behaviors Bravo's doing. Yeah. Oh, well, let's pull Potomac out this summer. I think it all goes back. If you want to know what Zach you had, what Zach said, you got to go back and listen. I'll give you a little preview. Bravo is over. Yeah, I think it's it's reaching the end of its of its term, and that's why they're doing all of these crazy different things, like All Stars and the Kids Special and. I mean, they're, I think at this point, they're just so desperate to find, to grasp our attention that like, I mean, the best thing that could have happened to them was the Jen Shah and the Erica Girardi legal issues. And like, we're, that's, we're going to watch it because we want to like, see what happens to them. But it's like, I don't know if that's going to be enough to keep them long term, to keep us viewers long term watching the network. Well, it's also created a certain expectation. You know, all this news we've been seeing all over the IG, all over the blogs, all over Twitter, we're cert- we're, we're expecting a certain expectation now. We want to see certain things. We want to, you know, I just don't, 
think it's going to happen the way we want it to. This yeah. is a reality television show. They also have to protect their cast members. We've seen what happens in the past with old housewives when they get into legal trouble. Like this can also, as much as it's the best thing that's ever happened to you, can also be the worst thing that's ever happened to you. So I just don't know what's going to happen with Beverly Hills. I That trailer was not enough for me. Um, so I, I really don't know what's going to happen, especially with Salt Lake City. There's so much to unpack there. Beverly Hills or New York, they both come back in May. Which one are you more excited to watch this season? I'm not going to lie. Roni is always like my jam. It's always my number one. But for some reason this time, I want to do Beverly Hills more. You know, Roni, it's the same thing with kind of the like the Atlanta Nini thing. I know that people are going to, you know, tell me to move on and they're not going to really like this opinion but roni kind of sucks without bethany as well like you know what i mean like we have some key players key players when i think of atlanta i think of nini when i think of beverly hills i think of lisa vanderpump and kyle when i think of roni i think of bethany ramona luann key players i'm not saying one person makes the whole cake but there's elements there's layers there what makes a cake amazing you know, like this fat kid um, symbolism here. We're using cake. Think about it, you guys. Well, you know, wait. one flavor is a great flavor, but when you have all these extra elements, oh, like a buttercream frosting, oh, and fruit on top. These are all key players. We need key players. Yeah, Bethany, and I think Dorinda even really made herself a key player. She wasn't an OG from the beginning, but she was one of those solid housewives that when she came in, she made herself known and she felt she had OG energy up until her last season. So even losing her feels like, well, what are we what are we watching? Who's the who's driving this show other than it just being a bunch of women in new york dancing without their tops on with these little pasties on and yeah. just kind of partying the whole time and like that's fun for like an episode but it's not fun to watch for an entire season yeah and i think it goes goes back to bethany's point when the last season aired when she was being interviewed and she said that um she doesn't think that the housewives franchises are inspiring people anymore and that's why she thinks that the ratings have gone down yeah i love how she had an opinion on the ratings of like the show i'm like bethany stop she's a key player but she's also annoying af like she's also bethany like we love dorinda zach said she's a key player doesn't mean that she had an amazing last two seasons we were ready to get rid of her her talking about richard going after tinsley you guys we have to realize there's layers to our answers as well you have to get to really really know us what solid answer is it going to be enough there's so much layers behind it we've been doing this for so long and we've put these people on pedestals we've praised them we've gone through all sorts of emotions with them we've seen their kids grow up we have certain loyalties to certain cast members we're friends with these people it's very very it's just a crazy world and what i'm saying to summarize to summarize it all up is that bravo has gotten so big we can't control it anymore bravo itself can't control it there's so many fans it's so mainstream and i think it's part of the reason it's hurting the franchises plural i agree um I'm not looking forward to New York this season. I'm going to watch it. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Beverly Hills only for the Erica Jane stuff. And because Beverly Hills has just always been my favorite. And I think it's because I 
grew up in LA and I've just always like been obsessed with LA culture and these women are so LA. That's why when people complain that like, oh my God, they're fighting about, they're fighting at a cocktail party over a dress or over something so stupid and petty. I'm like, but you don't understand. That's that's what these women are like that's here in housewives. Los Angeles. That's housewives here in Los Angeles. These women are petty, you know? Um, Beverly Hills used to be so good. It really was good. Remember like the Brandy Glanville yeah. uh, days and like Adrian Maloop. Remember when Adrian and LVP used to live across the street from mm-hmm. each other? And she was washing the chicken in the sink. Oh my God. It just, it used to be so good. With Even with Kim, like Kim oh. Richard, my heart, you know, when Kim said, I know I'm not easy to love. I'm just like, oh. I love her. I think what it is, is these women went into it so honestly at the beginning. You know, they didn't know what they were signing up for. They didn't know the level of fame that they could potentially get. They were just themselves. They had honest, genuine connections. And now everything's cast, everything's promotion, everything's, you know, you had Bethany's come up where she launched a whole lifestyle brand out of this. You had Nini's where she was then working on Glee with Jane Lynch, which is her biggest credit to this day. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but you had these women that became right, like very successful. So then the other women that came cast on the show were then aspiring to reach that level without just being themselves. Yeah. It's just too overproduced now. There's product placement. You know, they will literally stop a scene and take it back. They will literally come back the next day and redo the same scene and pick it up where they left off. They're called pickups. We mm-hmm. see them all the time. We notice them all the time now. Different nail polishes on Marge, Joseph, Ariana's hair up and then down in the same shot on Vanderpump Rules. I'm sorry, you guys. We we just don't miss anything anymore. And it's 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 a little different. It's not bad. We're not, not hating on it. I'm a Sour Patch kid. I promise there's a lot of weakness under here but we have to keep it real and it's just not as good as it used to be it's not and i think it's coming to what are we gonna watch when housewives is over oh honey it's not going away just because it's like no no no, but it's gonna be coming to an end well i mean are you not gonna come to an end i mean as much as we wanted to i think no i i think within the next two years it's gonna reach its tail end because it's like they're gonna find they're gonna find out that they can't reboot oc no matter how many times they try they're not gonna be able to reboot atlanta like they're just gonna progressively get worse to a point where bravo is gonna be like let's do one final shebang and then let's let's wrap it up um and they're gonna have to pivot like think of like e when e lost chelsea lately and now e's losing the kardashians they had their money banked on those shows and like when chelsea lately left they weren't able to fill in they what brought grace helbig on to come and host a late night talk show and like I don't even know who that is exactly and so and that didn't go anywhere and they've been unsuccessful with replacing that that audience and then they covered heavily on the Kardashians and now they're ending and it's like you know what is going to happen to reality TV are we all going to end up watching too hot to handle on Netflix and the circle. I was going to say, we're all going to end up on Netflix. I mean, yeah. Chelsea ended up on Netflix, yeah. didn't do well, but she still had multiple seasons and multiple spinoffs of the show. Yeah. I mean, they always end up somewhere else, but it doesn't mean the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. We evolve as much as they evolve. We're evolving with them. You know, yeah. we used to love the bakery. Now I'm just like, stop. When the real houses of Atlanta trailers started with them screaming at each other. I was so turned off. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to hear Kenya scream anymore. I'm We've just so over it. Been there, done that 20 times over. Are you Seriously. looking forward to Vanderpump Rules coming back? See, th- that's another one that 
you know, if you do know who I am, if you know, like, know me from the previous, like, studios that we used to work with, Zach and I, like, you know, I had my own show on there, and I was so hard up Vanderpump rules, like, half the cast blocked me, half of them, I've seen them in real life, like, it's insane, like, I'm blocked from every single account that I have, like, Britney, Jax, they all can't stand me but here's the thing like i went so hard for ariana and tom because i love them i feel like they were like the only true allies um but i feel like at the end the show just got so out of control with all the all the firing and all the new people that all looked like each other and they weren't making any sense and you know it's not just enough for all of them to be sleeping with each other for me to be interested anymore like now everyone is sleeping with everybody you know it's just so big and vast and different um you know, I don't know. Take the cameras to pump or something. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm like totally like ready for it to go away, but it's it's the same thing. It falls into the OC. It falls into the uh, Rural Housewives of Atlanta. Everything needs to be shaken up. We need a reboot. We need to just shake it up. We need to keep it interesting. Keep I it agree. Sexy. And so my my prediction or not predictions, but what I said Bravo needed to do to save that franchise was. One, they needed to maybe give the Toms a spinoff because that was the only thing with firing Stassi, Kristen, Jax, Brittany, that was the only thing that would have kept original fans tuned in was to watch the two of them at Tom Tom with a cute, it didn't even need a last line. It could have been like a, uh, what is it, Kim, don't be tardy. It could have been like a, a side spinoff that, you know, we wasn't. Love the Toms. Yeah, we love the Toms. We would have loved that. Didn't get greenlit. Um, and I, I said, okay, if they would either do that, and if they wanted to do Vanderpump Rules, then maybe reboot it with an entirely new cast of young up-and-coming waiters and servers, the same way we did with the original cast, bring in the newbies, and then occasionally bring in one of the OGs to do like a cameo here or there to kind of make us tune in. But at least you reach a new audience. You may not get the original audience, but you can hopefully build a new audience with this new cast. Yeah. Bravo did neither of those. Production begins the first week of May, and it's really what we got last season on Vanderpump Rules. You're going to have mm. the remaining cast. You have Lala, you have um, Tom, Ariana, Katie, and Tom Schwartz, and then you have some newbies that they're going to be mixing in, minus half of the other cast, and Sheena's going to be in it as well. Brock, I hear, is going to be stepping up for filming a lot more this season, too. And so, But like for me, it's just like... but. You're missing a big chunk of that core group. They're all moms now. So they're all in a different chapter of their life where they're all still talking, but like you can't address that other chunk of people that was fired. And like, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be weird. I'm going to watch it to see how it unfolds. It'll probably be coming back in January of 2022, but they begin filming and they'll be filming throughout the summer. You know, I'm okay with Vanderpump rules. Like when you kind of put it in that way, I, I kind of do want to see like Sheena won. Sheena won out of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like they all shit on her for so long and Sheena ended up winning, you know, Stassi ended up winning in her own way. She did find a good man. She has a baby. Um, it all looks beautiful. I refuse to pay Patreon <laughs> to watch their baby grow up. Like not that interested girl. Um, but Sheena won, so it's really interesting. I, don't, I really don't care about Katie. I love the Toms, but yeah. Katie's a terrible person, too. Um, Lala, like, it, whatever, I guess. I like sure. Lala. I read Lala's book, and I've actually developed a new... The thing is, I always love, hate all of them. And Lala and Sheena are the two that I've actually really 
have grown on me in the past year off of the show. Like just watching them yeah. on social media and stuff. Like Sheena's YouTube channel is great. Like if you actually like get to see I've that seen side of Sheena. Of I've, well, I've seen videos of it. Yeah. It's because good. it's like you don't get this desperate edit that they used to always give her that would make you like hate Sheena. But it doesn't mean that she's still like the main message yeah. isn't there. Like yeah. she is a very narcissistic person. Um, and I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm not like that either in, in my friends don't have little traits like that, yeah. but I just can't be with someone who is constantly like this, constantly like this. I'm like, I'm trying to touch you. I'm trying to connect with you. Like, why, what is this? Like, do we, we have to kiss while you're doing this. It's too much. And if you don't see what I'm doing, like it's the phone. Sheena is attached to her phone. Now that she has the YouTube channel, it's like a, a little mini camera. It, it's a lot. It's a lot of Sheena. If you love Sheena, then you're in love. But I wonder how it's going to work with her like vlogging now that she's back on the show. Obviously, Bravo's not going to allow her to vlog while she's in production. Yeah, well, she's not going to need to vlog when she's on the show. They vlog I mean, I because they're not on camera. But she's vlogging and it actually gives you... The reason I liked her was because I would watch her vlogs and not because I would watch her on the show. But it's interesting. Bravo's just like so... Like like they have their hands tight, rapidly. Like, oh, yeah. It's so... How many they times just, have we been stifled? No, yeah, they just canceled my interview. I was supposed to have Margaret Josephs come back on my show to talk about the season of Jersey ending because it ends in two weeks. And they just kibosh that. They're like, nope, she just filmed the reunion. She can't do your podcast now. I was like, are you kidding me? Mm, yeah, I haven't spoken to Bravo in a couple I usually, I, I usually never go through Bravo. I always like find another gate in. Usually yeah. it's through them directly. they're just or, so controlling. But you now, know, but so what I'm saying is now they're they're finding all the other ways to get in and they're snipping all of those other ways. And it's just like, it's annoying. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to have Jennifer Iden for two years now, two and a half years now. I love Jennifer. I love her. Hated her at first. Love to hate her. And then now just love her, love her family, love her, love her husband, you know, and I have a little bone to pick with Margaret. She was on my show. But I'm just like I the I we talked about it on my pa- podcast. You got to go back and listen. But it mostly has to do with the Joe Benito bringing up the rumor, and then he was so freaked out that he like brought it up, and then he was like, "No, I didn't say it." And I'm like, oh, "He was drunk. He let it out." And I'm like, "I really stand firm on if Joe knew, Margaret knew, and that's why she's going so hard." I don't want to talk about it with her. I don't think Joe knew. I think Joe said it and he was drunk and he was being stupid and he was like probably like saying it as a joke because we also don't get the context and we get this the clip of him saying the words but we don't get the context of what the conversation was. Go back and listen to the actual I mean go back and watch the actual episode. They talk about it for like two minutes afterwards. It's not much. But it's enough for him to be like I have heard it. You know I have heard it about the gym thing and the girlfriends. I heard he has a girlfriend. That's a big, big statement. I heard he has a girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. that Being drunk and saying, I've heard the rumor too. That's one thing. But then he followed up by saying, I've heard he has a girlfriend. That's crazy. Uh, And then Jackie doesn't go down on him. I'm sorry. Like, not to be perverted. You know, hi, welcome. It's Sunday morning. Jackie's not going down on him, I'm sure a dude at the gym will go down on him. What did you think of the rumors? So... People online were speculating that Teresa was insinuating that he was sleeping with the dude because 
she said it happened at the gym and typically there's no like there aren't co-ed bathrooms mm. so you can't be sleeping with women in uh, the bathroom yeah. so you would have to be getting like a blowy from a dude in the locker room I don't rooms. think Teresa's that smart to like- I don't think <laughs> Teresa's that smart but that's what some people those were some the dots that people were mm. putting together Here's the thing about Evan. Like, I'm not going to comment on whether or not he's cheating or not because I don't know if he's cheated or not. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say about him as a person. I he's love hot. him and I think he's great. He's hot. But here's the, the layers, guys. We have to think about layers. There's just so much more to a person than what we're just seeing. And with him is he is a former fat kid. I talked about this on my, on my podcast, too. Former fat kids have like a different version of hot. Like when you become hot and you are a former fat kid, the attention is something that you've never had before. Yeah. You know, so you're like, whoa, what is this? It's a new, it's a new territory. Add in TV fame. The attention is going to be there. He's a very attractive guy. I'm sure people notice. Oh yeah. That's Jackie's husband from Real Housewives of New Jersey. You know, look at him looking good at the damn gym. I, I, you know, I just, you know where I'm going with this. (laughs) I mean, I can't say I wouldn't make out with him in the bathroom. Oh my God, I would totally give him a blowjob in the gym. (laughs) If that's what we're going to talk about, I would totally give him a blowjob in the gym, like tomorrow and knowing he's on Real Housewives, knowing he's with Jackie. Sorry, I know I'm a terrible person. (laughs) I mean, I think I would. And I hate giving blowjobs, but like, I just think he's hot. Wait, 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 wait. What are you, Jackie part two? I can't with you guys. Grow up. Life is short. Put a dick in your mouth. Don't I sound like I'm fun in bed with everything you know about me now? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't love giving blowjobs. So when I give them, I don't not ever give blowjobs like Jackie. But like when I give them. I you know that like this is a gift. It is cherished. Jesus has risen. Like I can't think about like I think about LVP and she's like, it's not Ken's birthday. <laughs> They're like, when was the last time you gave Ken some? Did you give him some? She was like, no, it's not his birthday. Everyone knows he gets it on his birthday only. See, I'm a little more LVP than Jackie. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, as long as it's like a never, like a no thing, you know, we yeah, respect it's not a everyone's. Never, no preferences we respect uh, everyone's bodies but you know if the two people are willing to tango let's do it let's do you know, it you know i'm just half kidding about the evan thing half kidding half kidding <laughs> i'm really not a home record type of person but i am a pervert so <laughs> um jen shaw so obviously we know all the legal drama that's come up but there was a tiktok account that released some details the tiktok account is hold on let me pull it up Oh, God. I watch TikTok and I know a lot of them. So I'm like, who is it? Girl Gang. It's Girl Gangs 773. So she, she, it looks like she's new. So she originally came out and said, she like did this cute little video. She's like, there once was a housewife, Jen Shaw. And she went, she got arrested. And she went on to to insinuate or imply that um, Coach Shaw is preparing to file for divorce and that he actually has been seeing somebody else. And that's why in that's why he's been MIA is because he's staying with somebody else currently. Ouch. Now, who is the other woman you ask? Because I know that is on the top of your head. The other woman is allegedly Carrie Crockett. She's the owner of Casey fit. She's a Utah personal trainer. 
Oh my uh, God. And we've actually seen her on the show. So shut the front door. She was in the scene where we're talking about smelling like hospital. It was at the beginning of the season when when Jen Shaw is sitting down with <sighs> oh Mary. Oh my god, I know who you're talking the about. The blonde woman is allegedly bitch. who it is. Whether that's true or not, I just know that this comes from the inner Shaw circle. Because this the girl on TikTok was like, you know, and here's here's a clue, and everyone was trying to figure out the clues, and I couldn't figure out the clues. And nobody in my Facebook group was ever was able to figure out the clues, but I the code has been cracked, and it is well what we yeah have narrowed it down to is Carrie Crockett, who I think Jen Shaw is actually more of a catch than Carrie, though, to be honest with you. Okay, let's like talk about it in a real life setting. Like this is a family; they have kids together. You know, Jen and Coach Shaw have kids together. This sounds like absolutely terrible if it's true. Salt Lake City is the gem that keeps on giving. It literally is the hope, knowing that we could literally cast a group of strangers and we'll still dive in. It doesn't have to be the key players that we talked about earlier. This like Salt Lake City has broken all the molds, and now it is like the gift that keeps on giving. This is crazy i've never expected this kind of drama we've never seen it go this far i mean uh, i mean the only thing that's ever compared to this is the Teresa drama because they both went to federal prison yeah you know this this is the only thing that's reaching this level which is crazy like yeah jersey's always just breaking the rules yeah and i mean and i think the of the like the Judice Girardi and now Jen Shaw cases. I think Jen Shaw is like at the top, like in terms of like how bad it is and how criminally responsible Involved. it looks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently Heather is also like hiring former Shaw squad members and is trying to dig up dirt. I don't know Heather's if messy. I don't know <laughs> if this was before the arrest or it's happening currently. I don't think it would be happening currently. I think this is what they were planning on the season was Heather was planning to somehow have it be brought up because she was digging up like evidence to bring out the affair, which was what I, I'm assuming was the original plot for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City season two until Jen Shaw got arrested. I don't know if Heather is still going to be doing this investigation because at this oh point, I feel like it may make Heather look bad because now like there's no reason to further incriminate Jen Shaw. Like at this point, she's already going down. <laughs> oh, man. It, oh, Salt Lake City is just messy, messy. I'm excited for it. I don't think we're going to get it for like two years. So I'm kind of just like, oh, whatever. Let it play it out. Lay it play out. Let the music play. Like RuPaul says, let the TikTokers do their thing. The memers. Um, I literally said on my podcast, like I've never seen so many Instagram posts about Jen Shaw. It was completely ridiculous the way we jumped in and on that, on that train. Like yeah. that train is full and has left the station. <laughs> It's over. Jen Shaw's going down. Like, there's no way about it. I actually think we're going to get an early 2022 release of this season. I think that's they're going to. a long time from now. Well, I mean, uh, early 22. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Really? That's, that's soon. Well, because they're already filming. They're in the middle of production right now. Her, um, her hearing is supposed to be in October. If it doesn't get delayed, which there's probably a good chance that it will get delayed, I assume Bravo will be filming up until whatever, you know, the verdict is from the trial. Yeah, I was going to say, whatever their end date is, you know there's going to ex be an extension. Yeah, there'll be an extension. They will to have follow, to go back yeah. and, yeah, they have to capture that. They have to capture that. 
you know, they have to put A, B and C together. They, they have the women reacting to the feds. They have her coming out of the, the courthouse. We need shot C. Yeah. Now we need, yeah, we need to know how this story progresses. Um, and we need like the, the moment with like Carol, where Jacqueline has the tabloids with Teresa and she's just like, it's all over the press that you're going to jail. And <laughs> Teresa's like, I'm not me. You're crazy. And then Caroline walks out. And she's like, what's going on out here? Don't you mess with my family. And then Teresa's you like, you're crazy. <laughs> you think we're going to get a Jen Shaw, Andy Cohen holding hands moment right before she goes to prison like him and Teresa did? And he was like, no. this is the last time, you know, are you scared? And she's like, a little bit. <laughs> Andy's going to be like, I can't believe you did that. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Skimming them old people. <laughs> Andy's going to be grateful for the paycheck. Oh, my God. I know. Andy, I have my own opinions on the, as Grant calls him on my show, the card reader. <laughs> card reader. I'm like, I think Andy Cohen is completely over it as well. Like, he's so burnt you out. You see him at the reunions and he's just like. You see him on Watch What Happens Live, and he just seems so checked out. Yeah, well, there's like it doesn't help that there's no one in the audience either, except for like the yeah. three people that are filming him. He's probably just so over it. Yeah. I bet you he does like five Watch What Happens Live in one day. He's probably like, let's get this shit over with. I can't do this. I mean, that's why he's having the Bravo podcasters come on because he's like, you guys do the work. You guys do just, the work and bring the audience. Seriously, you know, and I have my own opinions on that as well. Like safe choices, vanilla, you yeah. know, never going to have any kind of real. I, I don't think I there. would ever end up on there. I don't like I'm not a network bitch. And I know that like I just I think we're on the ban list. On <laughs> I think we are, too. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of my interviews end up getting snubbed at the last minute or cut our the last early minute. days. <laughs> They're like, you guys are on a list. You've been on a list. <laughs> we're on the list. But yeah, but it's like we've never been afraid. Like, I think what it is, is you need people that love the network so much that they're willing to criticize the network because they want to see it be better because they've seen it at its best. Exactly. Exactly. So do you think that part of the tension between Jen and Coach Shaw in the first season could possibly be related to some infidelity? Maybe because I didn't feel like that the, everything that she was like bitching about in during the show was the equivalent to like her behavior, the way she was kind of treating her husband. It kind of looked like he was always blindsided by her madness. Kind of like, why are you doing this? We're on camera and you're acting like a fool. You're in here crying. Like what? And then she's like, I'm just so angry at you. And he's like, what the fuck? What are you so angry about? And then when he kind of explained himself, it was a little different. You know what I mean? Cause she's like, Oh, he's the head coach. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, he's the assistant coach. That's why he's always there because the head coach can leave. Like, you know what I mean? But it's also like, you've been working for them for so long. You could have gotten away. I don't know. There's just the drama. doesn't really make sense to me. So when it doesn't make sense, it doesn't add up, you know, there's always room for other kind of interpretations. So I'm saying maybe, maybe, maybe. Are you looking forward to the Jersey reunion? This is the shortest season of Jersey we've had since like season one. Oh my God. Like I just don't, I, when you said it's over in two weeks, I'm like, what? We just started kind of getting, in the groove, like, you know, I was kind of just so we in finally it. finally packed the- up the Evan rumors and we're getting ready to get the season started off. And yeah, 
exactly. I'm like, we're migrating past the bullshit. Uh, Joe Gorga, Melissa's fake storylines. And then we're going to go into more juice. And now it's like, it's over. It's over. Okay. Did you learn that confidence in prison? <laughs> See, I'm going to whoop your ass because you're over here crying for seven episodes, but then you come in with these little daggers that, you know, like the little daggers might be, but they're sharp. They could like, cut an artery and I'll bleed out kind of thing. Like she's going for like the arteries is what I'm saying. So I'm like, if you're going to throw out little things like that, don't be mad when I come in and whoop your ass because for seven episodes now you've been crying and I barely said anything to you. Oh, the dildo joke is so enough for you to get all like Margaret, calm the fuck down. Like it was a dildo joke. Who cares about the damn dildo joke? I hear that Jackie and Teresa have like a big explosive fight at the reunion. So apparently whatever issues they have worked through, they get brought up again at the reunion. I could see that because they always have to rehash everything. Yeah. And, you know, and those two fight, they don't fight like any other housewife. They really both come at it at, with tens yeah. and their tens are so different. It just ends up being explosive. And I'm okay like we're as long as they know that after the reunion's over they're like all right well we really got rid of it now let's really just move on because if jackie can't hang with them like she's not going to be part of the show if she can't film with Teresa. like it's Teresa is new jersey and i know a lot of people get all freaked out when we say shit like that but it's true i don't know if jersey could last without Teresa. exactly so don't even i don't even want to hear a message in my dms about that because it's true. Teresa is Jersey. Do you That's think it. Beverly Hills could last without Kyle? No, 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 no. When I think of Beverly Hills, I think of Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle. I think of both of them together. Not one's better than the other. I'm not team Kyle or team LVP. I'm definitely not a crazy LVP stand like the crazy ones out there. But I do like her for the show, you know? Yeah. And I think Kyle is great for the show. I love Kyle. I love her family. You know, but I, I'm willing to always see Kyle because of my hope for Kathy Hilton, mm. which has now been granted. I can't wait for the real, the real like patriarch of the family to come in. The real one that runs the family. You guys think Kyle is a boss bitch? She is nothing compared to Kathy Hilton. She will always be like she'll always whoop Kyle's ass. She's the bigger sister. Kyle is terrified of her. Like, it's just Kathy always puts all of them in their place. And I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I'm curious to see. I mean, I haven't heard Kathy really bring that energy. I think Kathy's coming into it as more like fun. Let me dip my toes in. Let me kind of enjoy this ride while we can. I mean, I would love, I don't think this will ever happen, but I would love to see Kathy get upgraded to a full-time housewife. Cut some of the old ones. Kyle, Kathy, like Kim. that would be, oh my God, if they brought Kim on, I would die. Maybe if like they bring Kathy on full time, they have to bring Kim in because that's where the dynamic goes. Yeah. You said earlier, I don't feel her bringing that kind of energy because she doesn't have to. Yeah. When I'm saying she puts them in her place, she does it in the most subtle ways. Yeah. You know, like when she did in the trailer, oh yeah, Kim changed her number. I know that you don't because she talks to me. She doesn't talk to you. She doesn't yeah. have to say all she that. She could it. just say, Kim change your number. Did you see Kyle's face? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. She doesn't need to come in with all that bickering and all that crazy shit that we're used to. I'm telling you guys, I'm over that. I'm here for the smart jabs. Like Kathy Hilton does like with that elegant ass shit. And she's like, that's the way it's supposed to be done. You know what I mean? Or when um, 
she told uh oh god i'm blanking but there's another really important thing oh like when she has come on in the other seasons and she comes in and says something about their clothing are you gonna wear that yeah i'm gonna wear that i'm here at your house we're going somewhere i'm obviously not gonna come here and then change into another outfit this is what i'm wearing kathy but the fact that she asked that shady letting me know i don't like your outfit like she's hilarious she's great she's great even with the lampshade on her head she's great yeah, what was that about? It looked like a coffee filter. Like, what was that about? That's probably, it cost probably more than my entire clothing put together. Probably. She's gotten money <laughs> like that. That's the other thing. She doesn't need housewives. She's so rich. Hello, Hilton. Hello, Hilton. Are you going to be shopping from Dorit's wedding collection? Oh, Dorit and her failed businesses. You know, the only thing that Dorit is ever going to get from me is I probably will eat at Buca de Beppo in the lemon room, like the little lemoncello Italy room, the Capri room. Yeah. Like that's probably the only thing Dorit will ever get from me. Is that still open? Boca de Beppo is a huge franchise. No, like, no, Dorit is has... her room still open? Oh yeah. I saw a picture like some hot Bravo gay was in there trying to be all, you know, Instagram Bravo tastic. Don't get me started on the Bravo how do you, Instagram accounts. <laughs> how do you feel about some of the Bravo? Ins- I've always been very cautious and mindful of trying to not get too close to the talent, the housewives or the stars that are on TV, because I feel like it then one affects your job and your ability to like be unbiased or to have like honest opinions about what's happening on the show, which I always Mm -hmm. try to make sure I still do. But I see a lot of like the other Bravo accounts getting really close to the housewives. And then by close, you mean literally sucking their titties. Like that's how like at their houses, like, you know, their businesses, like in other cities that they don't live in. I'm like taking it to a whole different level. Like good for you. That's probably why you have the numbers that you do on Instagram. But uh, oh, I'm just like, I just feel like it affects it. Yeah. I just feel like it affects like your ability to like do your job moving forward, like to have a, a real opinion because then you're no longer just talking about, a, a character on television you're talking about somebody that's now your friend that you feel all the some people that you're alluding to. to all of them favor their favor housewives and they post in favor of those certain housewives all the time so like zach you're completely 100 right the reason that we don't get close to talent like that is because we're professionals we actually used to get paid and still get paid to do stuff like this. It's not like a hobby where we're like, I post memes and that's what I do. Like you're a memer, an Instagram account. Like I'm really not trying to sound like a hater, but it's different. There's just two different things. Like, you know, I'm very, I'm being very meany right now. It's just different. Okay. Like you can't compete with this. Bam. Fox. Glee. <laughs> Glee. Did you Me see and you were on both Glee? on Glee. Okay, bitches. Like we have other shit other than Bravo. Like, I love Bravo to death. I'm not trying to sound like a Bravo hater, but the Bravo the Bravo accounts, yes, it's gotten so out of control. So much favoritism. And then with the pitchforks, like they're like, Oh yeah. They're always willing to fire some like fire them, get them off. And I'm like, oh my God, y'all are crazy. Get a life. <laughs> um, <laughs> get a job. <laughs> um Yeah, are you I feel like you identify with like Nini is like your inner Nini is my like one of my favorite housewives of all time. If she's not number two, like I, I my number, number one, one is always Luann. Luann. Really? I feel, yeah, I feel like Luann is very you. 
I've never ever strayed from my opinion from the beginning, even like ever since season one. And I know everyone's like, she was, she was terrible in that. And I'm like, I know, but she was also like the one that would check Ramona and be like, oh well, Simon's here. And now we're going to be okay with him here. We're going to welcome him. Right. Right. And Ramona's like, I have another dinner party to go to. I'm going to leave. You know what I mean? Like Luann has always been my favorite from the pretending. She's always been something bigger than she always has been. I love that. From the drunk stuff, the slut stuff, all of it. I love all of it. The only time I didn't like Luann is when she went on Watch What Happens Live and said that she really didn't sleep with the pirate. And then the pirate said he didn't sleep together. And I'm like, now you guys are ruining everything that I love about you guys. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> do you remember the scene in the earlier seasons where she was sitting down with like some little girl and she the little girl was telling her about how she wanted to be a model like her and she's like oh you have you have time to lose weight sweetie that's early season Luann when she was like tone deaf and totally horrible and I still loved her then like you know when she told Bethany why would you introduce me to the driver and then you told her to call me Luann. Like you say, Mrs. Deliceps, Countess Della. And Bethany's like, bitch. Who are you? We're on our way to the bar where I'm going to invent skinny girl margarita. Like, shut up. <laughs> I'm telling you, Luann. I love Luann. But like Anini, like I love Nini has never made me laugh like no other. Like Nini has made me laugh like no other. And I know you guys are thinking about all the bad stuff, the choking, the, the you know, the assaulting the production closet, assistance. Yeah. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? You can't throw the favor, the favorites out there without people going, well, what about this? What about, I know all of that. I know. I'm talking about all the early stuff before it all went bad, before it all went to shit. See, I love, <laughs> I'm currently in love with Dorit and Jennifer Aiden. Those are my two favorites at the moment. Well, Bethany's Dorit like my OG favorite. See, but I've loved Dorit since the beginning when everyone hated Dorit. Like, I've yeah, been loyal to Dorit. I loved Dorit and Jennifer Aiden. But you liked her back then because she was beautiful and, uh, you know, the fake accent and all that yeah. sort of stuff, right? Yeah, and she was just like not... People are like, you have a fake accent. And she's like, no, I don't. And they're like, well, where's your accent from? She's like, I don't know. It's just my, like, she was just so <laughs> like, what? I loved every second of it. And I love Dorit too. Like she has become her own. She has, you know, created her own thing on Housewives. I think it's all very much image and all about beautiful pictures and like looking beautiful to her. Like for people like her and Erica, to me, it's like an archive. They're trying to create an archive of like looking beautiful on TV that they've kind of lost themselves of their sense of characters. Like Erica, her entire thing was just trying to make herself look like a pop star, create an archive of beauty, and all of that blew up in her face. And now we're seeing this bad blending makeup. The Ice Queen is melting. Her gaslighting weaker people, people that she knows she can like talk over. And I'm just like over it. And I'm like, Erica is terrible. She is terrible. She's not like... I mean, Dorit is not on that level. She's lost her sense of character as well because it's all about image. And like, I'm late to filming because I was doing an Instagram photo on the window in my tracksuit. It's like, Dorit, we love you. But like, I want to see more with your kids, PK, that dynamic. Like, 
I want realness. I'm over the fucking image and the Instagram bullshit. It's not real. Look what's happening but, to fucking Chloe. See, but it is real in Los Angeles. Like, how many bitches do we know show up late because they were too busy doing an Instagram they all photo do it. shoot? It's so annoying. That's what I mean. Like, at least it's like people hate it, but I'm like, but it's so genuine to what life is like here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm in an Uber and then I'm like taking pictures because I didn't like that angle. Yeah, no, I get it. And, and, and I said earlier, it's not like we don't do this. Like I do it too, but yeah. I'm just saying like, it would be nice to just like, you know, we used to see things on TV and be like, I want to aspire to be that. Now I'm yeah. like, I am that. Why am I seeing that? <laughs> like we do that. My friends do that. I'm like, now people are trying to do that in my real life. Like people try to argue with me like we're on fucking house lives. Like we have a camera in front of us. I'm like, Andy Cohen is not around the corner. That's going to give you a deal. So like I'm an adult. Do not speak to me like that. Do not argue with me like that. We're not on a fucking reality show. I think people have kind of lost their sense of characters and realities as well. It's a show you guys. It's all part of the plan. And most of it is scripted. They find one little thing to like write out and they create storylines around it. So I think we just need to all step back and enjoy it again because we're, we're not enjoying it anymore. It's become like jobs and, you know, the first one, like I'm, I'm CNN now. Let me break the news that Jen Shaw got arrested. I'm like, guys, you're not CNN. You're not CNN. Well, you are not CNN either, but you are the host of <laughs> Everyone is Terrible. Where can people listen to your podcast? Oh, my God. They're going to be like, I am not listening to him after this shit. <laughs> but honestly, you guys, it's fine. No one listens to me anyway. Just listen to Zach. He's great. <laughs> if you do want to come play, everyone is terrible on all the podcast platforms. Um, you're getting a treat because I usually don't do on-camera stuff. Like uh, I say that all for my Patreon. So if you do want to see my interactions with my fabulous guests, lots of Bravo housewives, but you know, pop culture as well. You know, the director of Jawbreaker, Darren Stein. I have a couple more nineties directors up my sleeve, a lot of sex in the city stuff coming up that I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be covering Selena, the series, you know, there's a lot more layers to Bravo. So if you just kind of want to take a break from that, but still get Bravo in your blood, come on my podcast. Everyone is terrible. It always includes a Bravo breakdown, but with also the best stuff on pop culture, you know, everything we love on TV, top 10 stuff. So come check me out, Hollywood Leon. Thank you, Zach, for having me on. I promise guys, I'm a Sour Patch Kid. It's all sour on the outside, but super sweet on the inside. But it's sweet I'm, on I'm the really inside. really nice, I promise. Yeah. He is nice. He's, he's sour on the outside and soft on the inside. You just have to get through the sour first, which is why you'll probably yes. want to get to the Patreon because that's where you get more of the, the sweet. Yes, uh, the show records for 30 minutes on Apple and Spotify, but the Patreon is a full uncut hour. No cuts, no edits. You know, you I don't have time to like, you know, if, if I start coughing and stuttering or I say something that's I can't take back, like you see it all on the Patreon. Yeah. So. so go listen and subscribe. Everyone is terrible. Follow at Hollywood Leon. Follow everyone is terrible. Be sure to subscribe, just like you subscribe to me. Hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Leave me a five-star review because I love that validation. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Join our private Facebook group so we can continue to spill all of the tea and you can get teasers of what guests are going to be coming up and you can send your questions so that I can ask them live on the show. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. 
and I'm going to rest up for the rest of this week, and hopefully my throat isn't killing me. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye.